Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Genesee Valley Church's online podcast. GVC is a non-denominational church in Flint, Michigan, and our mission is simple. To love God, love people, and love life. I know that you will be blessed by the message and the words that God has for you today. Now, here's Pastor Tony. talking about uh, that there are there is a well on the inside of us and so the Bible says that there are rivers um, pastor mentioned this on Sunday and we will go back and look through those scriptures that there are rivers of living water so that stuck out to me when I was getting ready for tonight living water they're not dead they're living it so they can bring life to anything I need life brought to. And those waters are not out here that I got to get into, but they're in me so I can pull them out from within me to sustain me in my life. And so praise the Lord. And so we'll pray and then we'll get right into the Bible tonight. And so last week I had mentioned that we were going to start uh, doing that tonight. And so um, I think I'm going to do more teaching tonight and till the end. And then next week, we'll begin to start doing this stuff. But the song that they did tonight, um, stirring up deep, deep waters. Is that what it says? Wells. Wells. <laughs> stirring up deep, deep wells. Going to jump in the river. But then it says, we cry out to you. We cry out to you, Lord. We just want you. So that's the heart of these messages. And so just in that song alone, we could respond to those waters in us, that well that's in me. I can respond to it because it's in there. It's never going to leave. If I've asked Jesus in my heart, it's there and he's there. (laughs) And so he doesn't leave unless I tell him to leave or I walk away from it. So let's pray real quick. Father, we just thank you for the word of God. Lord, I thank you that you're opening the eyes of our understanding, that we can see and that we can know. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are the revealer of the word tonight, that we see our purpose and our calling is made clear, and Lord, and how to pray and how to be in a relationship with you. We thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. So we're going to start over in John chapter 4. John chapter 4, uh, we'll start at verse 7. It says, a woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, how is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? So she she was not a nice woman in those days. She had life on her. She had been through life. She didn't look pretty. Yet Jesus was at the well with her. And so he says, or then the woman of Samaria says, how is it that you... Being a Jew, ask it from me. For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. 
Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. That's really good there. Let's read it one more time. Sometimes you just got to read it again to get it. Uh, This is in red, so this means Jesus is talking. And down when I was in kids' church before, we would always say, if your Bible is in red, it means Jesus is speaking, and it's like attention, like you're in an army. You have to listen up because he's talking to me right now. Jesus said, whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting or eternal life. Praise the Lord. (laughs) The woman said to him, sir, give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here to draw. Jesus said to her, go call your husband and come here. So he goes through there, and she, he says, you know, that's when Jesus said, no, you're not married. You don't have a husband. <clears throat> he says, for you have had five husbands, and the one whom you're now with is not your husband. The woman said to him, sir, I perceive that you're a prophet. Our fathers worshiped on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, the hour is coming. When you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father, you worship what you do not know. But we know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming, and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. So he's seeking Those kinds of people to worship him in spirit and in truth. Nothing defiled, nothing frustrated, nothing messed up, but coming to God and um, worshiping out of your spirit, out of the water, out of the well that he has in you. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. So let's go over to another scripture, and it ties in with this. um, John chapter 17. John chapter 17. So this woman was all torn apart with life. But Jesus started talking to her about a well of water that comes from him. And he says to worship from your spirit. So those that drink of him worship out of their spirit. All it is, when I say that, you may be like, what what does that mean? All that means is I'm looking inward. 
there's things that will come up out of me, whether it's words. A lot of times when you read the word and you're consistent at being in the word, the word will come up out of you. (laughs) And you'll make songs about the word. There's all kinds of songs about the word that are out there, but you'll make new songs (laughs) because the Bible says so. And so we'll look at that in a little bit. So this is such an awesome way to communicate and have a relationship with God. John chapter 17, we'll start at verse 1. It says, Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven, and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son, that your son also may glorify you, as you have given him authority over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is eternal life. Now, we just read a little bit ago. You may have already forgotten, but we just read that this water that Jesus gives is everlasting life. In this water that Jesus gives is everlasting life. And Jesus says, and this is eternal life. Everlasting life or eternal life. So what is eternal life? That they may know you. That I may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Jesus says everlasting life is knowing him. Not just knowing about him. He just said that you may know him. So that's what prayer is all about. Knowing him. Not just going to a God when I'm in trouble. Although he's ever present. The Bible says he's an ever present there on the spot when we're in trouble. Ever ready. A help. (laughs) Kind of like going all over in that scripture. (laughs) But that is a scripture in the Bible. (laughs) He's ever present. A help in those times of trouble. So there is that side. But there's a whole side of prayer, of knowing God. That when I go to God, I can have confidence because I know him. (laughs) I don't have to wonder. I know because I have fellowship with him. And so in all of us, we'll keep going into scriptures, but in all of us, There is a well of living waters. Now let's go over to John chapter 7, and we will see that. Uh, Pastor used this on Sunday morning. And we used it last Wednesday. It's like our scripture of the month. (laughs) Our scripture scripture for the season. (laughs) John chapter 7, verse 37. says, on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood up and cried out. He cried out. <laughs> he didn't just meaty, you know, say it. Oh, yeah, everybody listen. He cried out with a loud voice, saying, if anyone thirst, let him come to me. So the first thing we have to do is come to the one that gives life, Jesus. <laughs> he says, first come to me. Then he tells us to drink. What? He tells us to drink. Not as the world does. 
For he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Eternal life, everlasting life are in those rivers. In those rivers help sustain me through life. But if I never tap into those rivers that the Bible just said are in me, are you crazy? There's water in me? Yes. But it's a spiritual thing. It's not, there's also water in you. <laughs> As a matter of fact, <laughs> naturally speaking. But there's a well, and it's your heart. It's your spirit. And so, a lot of times we can have our spirit clogged up. And what I mean is, we go through life, and just junk happens in life. Or there may have been those times when I've been, uh, I thought I was believing God for something, or I was, and I didn't see it. And so, I just kind of let it sit there, being confused, questions not answered. And I just don't even get in the word anymore because I'm disheartened, clogged up. <laughs> and so we keep giving to those things. Maybe, um, uh, you know, anger. There's people that can just be full of anger and frustration, just frustrated all the time. Why? Because of life. <laughs> not seeing what I want, or maybe I'm just not happy with this or that. And so it just I'm just frustrated. So my well gets clogged up. And so when you go over, I don't want to take the time to go through it, so I'll just tell you about it. But um, over in Genesis chapter 24, it talks about the wells that Abraham dug. So these are our forefathers that went before us. And it, they're just talking of natural wells. Of the water that came out of the wells. That's how they went. You know, many times when people went to the wells in the Old Testament, encounters with God happened. <laughs> and when we bring that over to now the well that's in us, and we tap into that well, there's encounters with God where he speaks to us. And it's just the same way. Well, there's an encounter over in Genesis chapter 24, and it is Abraham's son Isaac. And he, he needed a wife. And so Abraham calls to his servant. So he, the Bible says his best servant, his like right-hand servant, and says to him, I don't want a Canaanite woman, but I want this kind of woman for my son. And so the servant says, okay. And he says, go to where they are, and you will find her. And so he goes to the well <laughs> to obey his servant. And at that well, there are women coming and drawing water. The Bible says they're deep wells that they're drawing the water out of. But wouldn't you know that his servant prayed before he went to the well? And he told God, this is what I want to happen. So that when I go there and I ask a drink from her, that she will say, I will give you a drink, but also I will go get more water for your camels. And so this was his simple prayer to God. That's how I will know that she's the one. <laughs> and so, lo and behold, God answered his prayer exactly how he prayed. And so he went there, 
and he found Rebecca. And so you may know the story of Rebecca and Isaac, but um, they got married. But when he, he found Rebecca, she replied just as he prayed. And he was like, oh, this is the one. But the wells were dug by their forefathers. Here they, you have the son of Abraham, the son coming and um, partaking of the wells that was dug before him and answering things in his life. But as I thought about that, wells of our forefathers, have you ever been into a service where it was just like something on the inside ignited? <laughs> I mean, you were just like on fire when you left, like, oh, I just can't get enough of God, and this is so great, and I feel so good, and God is so awesome, and maybe you were just so ecstatic, you were um, just one of those services, you know what I mean. <laughs> but if you ever had went up and maybe someone laid hands on you, and they spoke things over you, and then you go about life, could have been years ago, could have been in those services years ago, but then you go about life, and you forget about those things that were said to you by God. Or those uh, ministers that maybe you went to their services because you greatly respect them, just the God that's in them. And you went, and those were great services, but then you walk away, you begin to live life and forget about them. But those are uh, wells, and there's things in those wells that can be for us now. And all those things come together and are in us. We just have to bring it back out of us. <laughs> there's things that men, there's, there's particular, uh, this was before we had kids. Uh, I was ministering at a women's conference. And I mean, I'm, I'm young now, but I was really young then. I think I was like early 20s. I don't know. My mother-in-law was there with me. I <laughs> went to it. <laughs> but I was young, but I was hungry for God. <laughs> That's all I had was God. <laughs> and so, um, but when we were there, when I was in a service, the, the woman that was ministering called me out, and she spoke a lot of things over me. And a lot of it I, I had already felt in my heart, so it was kind of like God just confirming those things that I knew. Some of it was more. <clears throat> but I'm here to tell you, that was like almost 20, almost 20 years ago, something like that. 15, 20, it was a long time ago, <laughs> way before kids. And you, you just kind of forget about them. And Pastor reminded me um, a few weeks ago when I was doing another women's conference, reminded me of what she said. And I was like, yep, I'd already been thinking about that because it was kind of all in that. Those are things that are in my well. <laughs> They're down in there, but I can bring them back up. I can remember those things and bring those waters out. The Bible says that there are rivers. There's many waters in you. <laughs> and so there's lots of things in you that make up you. And so when you go back into these scriptures in the Old Testament, we see where there was a God encounter where God answered and altered someone's life 
in a good way. But then when you go over to and uh, the Philistines, when you go back and search that out, there's all these wells that they had dug to get the water. But then the Philistines came in and they filled every well up with dirt. Just filled them up, packed them up with dirt. And so if you've got a well that's packed with dirt, there's no water coming out of it. <laughs> and so we bring that into nowadays. There's a lot of wells <laughs> that are clogged up, that are filled with dirt. And so when they're filled with dirt, you can't even see anything in you. You don't think there's anything in you that's good. <laughs> you don't even see any water because you can't see it. Because if there's dirt and just clogged mess in you, which a lot of it's just flesh and carnal or just life, because life isn't easy, <laughs> and sometimes it's just the junk of life, if we don't stay in constant communion with God and constantly giving that stuff to God and let him keep our heart in the, uh, right and in line with him, we start filling ourselves up or our heart with junk, whether it's unforgiveness, uh, you name it. Walk away from God. Walk away from church. Walk away from the good in your life that God has brought. And if I don't ever deal with it or get it out, then it just stays there. And it hinders me going forward. And it will hinder um, I say hinder, but just um, your relationship with God because it's there. And so when you try to pull out water, all you have is junk. And so all you can get out is the junk. And so it looks like this. What do you think on all the time? <laughs> what comes out of your mouth all the time? That's how you can tell uh, where your well is. We'll just say it like that. Or we can say where your spirit is or your heart. What are your thoughts and what is coming out of your mouth all the time? That's how you check up on, on yourself. And so God wants it to be unclogged. Why? So these rivers of living water can come out of you because that's the whole purpose of them. We read a scripture last week that it's for your glory that these rivers, these waters come out. It's for your glory, not his. It, it ultimately goes to his glory, but it's for you so that you can be a witness, so that you can, uh, when you're full, you can spill out on somebody else. But what are you spilling? <laughs> are you spilling a negative attitude and I'm just tired of life and I can't see the good in anything? So the answer to that, you may say, well, that's kind of me, but how do I fix it? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Sound like Pastor Tom, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> I got the answer. Just get into the word. I would say the first thing is just get into the word. Because what you're doing is you're putting his thoughts, his ways, how he thinks in you again. You're renewing your mind. And the only way you renew your mind is by the word. That's what the scripture says. And so we have clogged up wells, and we're trying to get out of them what we want, but it's not working. 
And so sometimes we just have to do maintenance on what's on the inside of us. And so as we do that, they become unclogged. And we start feeling the rivers coming. And we can feel the presence of God again in our lives. And you, you can sense the presence of God. God isn't longing to hide himself from you, but he wants you to know him. Jesus just said it. Eternal life is knowing him. Not knowing about him, but knowing him. So let's go over to Numbers chapter 21. We'll just look at another scripture here. Numbers chapter 21. So we're talking about these rivers that are on the inside of us. How do I get them out? What do I do with them? (laughs) What are they for? Numbers chapter 21, verse 16. The Bible says, the Lord said to Moses, gather the people together and I will give them water. Then Israel sang this song. Spring up, oh well. All of you sing to it. The well the leaders sank, dug by the nation's nobles. So it says that the Lord said to Moses, gather everybody together. So God's going to tell them something. He says, I will give you water. But this is how you get the water out of the well. You sing to it. (laughs) Now that may sound so wild to you. I got to sing to myself or sing? How do I do that? <laughs> now let's go over it. We're going to tie scripture in with it. Ephesians chapter 5. This is one of the ways that they got water out of the well. They sang to it. Spring up, oh well. <laughs> you ever heard of that song? My mom used to sing this song all the time growing up. Spring up, oh well. Within my soul, spring up, oh well, and make me whole. <laughs> I don't know, has anybody seen any of you older ladies? <laughs> but it's a song all about the river that's in you, the well that's in you, and all is God, the presence of him. Ephesians chapter 5. I'm getting there. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15. Says, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So how am I going to know what the will of the Lord is? Do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Where do you make melody in your heart to the Lord? Inside, in your, out of your well, you begin singing. Singing heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Speaking to one another in psalms, 
hymns and spiritual songs. Spiritual songs just means it's a song that God gave you. <laughs> so, praise the Lord. So we locate our well, and God gives you direction from this place. So it's an important place in you. It's the most important in you. But if we, to get those waters out of us to where they affect our life, affect how we're, we're thinking, affect how we're moving and operating, how, yeah, how we're thinking and what we're saying. It has to come out of us. And so one way we see is by singing, making melody in our hearts to the Lord. I'm not singing to my neighbor. I'm singing to him about the goodness of God and the goodness of him. Go over to Isaiah chapter 50. Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4. And I'm going to start kind of midway down there where it says, He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens you every morning. Just how I talked early on, I said, you know, prayer, God's always talking, but we're not always listening. (laughs) He's always talking. And the more you listen, the more you'll find out he's talking a lot to me. (laughs) Sometimes I don't like it. (laughs) But he's always talking to you, guiding you, directing you, fellowshipping with you. Revealing scripture to you. He's always working with you, not against you. (laughs) But he awakens you every morning. If you think, well, God doesn't wake me up. Okay, then you're going to say tonight, God, I thank you. The Bible says that you you wake me in the morning. So I'm going to hear you tomorrow morning. And you you will. (laughs) Remember, the more aware of it the more it happens in your life, or it affects you. And so it it happens a lot like this. Have you ever woken up, or maybe you've just been about your day, and all of a sudden, a song comes to you, or a phrase comes to you, and you think, well, I don't even know why I'm thinking of that song. And maybe you're humming it, maybe you start to sing it, and maybe you're doing your makeup, or just driving in the car, whatever you're doing, And you start singing or saying that phrase that comes up out of you. That's coming from this place. And so many times, sometimes we can just not do anything with it and just think, oh, I don't know why I'm thinking of that song. That's a really good song. And we just leave it there. And it does nothing for us. But all the while, it was meant to help us. (laughs) And so, a lot of times that happens to me, I'll start singing a song. Like I'll start, the other day, uh, I was thinking about the song, There's Power in the Blood. There's wholeness in the blood. So I'm singing, There's Power in the Blood, Wonder Working Power. (laughs) And, um, but as I began to give voice to that and just sing it, 
I begin to get other words. There's completion in the blood. There's wholeness in the blood. There's forgiveness in the blood. There's resurrection. Just other songs. And as I'm singing it, I'm getting happy. (laughs) And I'm fellowshipping with him. Or maybe it's just a phrase out of the Bible. Maybe you're reading the word the night before, and all of a sudden that pops up to you. And you just begin to say it over and over, meditating and speaking it. Those moments and those times are in us to help sustain us and carry us. And I believe wholeheartedly, when you look at Scripture all through the Bible, it talks about the joy of the Lord is your strength. <laughs> the joy of the Lord. The joy comes in from out in there. It's not out here. The world doesn't know joy. The world knows happiness. And they're up and down. They're happy if everything's good in life. But the moment something goes wrong, they're down in the dumps. I mean, really down. They're not even getting out of their house. I mean, they're down. Because it's just, it's not a good time in life right now. But joy from the Lord is constant. And the only way I stay in joy is by tapping into my rivers on the inside. And so, uh, you know, when you begin to sing a song, all of a sudden maybe you were down, but all of a sudden you get happy. And you just start thanking God because he's so good. And it helps you get through those moments in life. But if we don't ever give voice to those things, it doesn't help us. And those waters just sit there, just kind of like you ever seen a still river not moving? Then there's ones that are moving, just like it's still, just sitting there waiting for us (laughs) to give voice to what God's giving us. And so, so many times, you know, there's things that have happened in our life, and the moment something happens, it grips you. And you think, I don't don't know how we're going to get out of this. I don't see... God, we need help. (laughs) But I've learned to turn to God first, not make him last, (laughs) because he's really the only one that can help. (laughs) I can go tell all my friends, and, and they can help, but really God's the only one that can really help and move on people. I mean, get you the answer you need, not just a little bit of help, but a lot of help. And God uses people, don't get me wrong. That's how he's going to help you, (laughs) is by people helping you. But this is a way of prayer, an avenue of prayer that will set you over in life. And all it is, is you being aware of what's in you and getting it out. And that's the way of joy. That's the way of the spirit. That's the way to stay constant in your walk with God. So I just want to go over to uh, Colossians chapter 2. I just keep flipping back. Old Testament, New Testament. Old Testament. (laughs) I'm keeping your fingers (laughs) active tonight. (laughs) On the go. Colossians chapter 2. And verse 6 is where we'll start. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, 
This is walking in him. Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. <clears throat> Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead. But specifically 6 and 7, where it said, walk in him, rooted and built up. You're rooted in the word. You're rooted in him. We always look in word. We don't look outward. The world will teach you to look outward. Go get your answer out here. Well, out in the world is just more frustration and more disaster, and I don't need more of that in my life. All you have to do is turn on the news and you see it. <laughs> All you got to do is go out your door and you'll see it. <laughs> and nowadays, you don't have to go very far and you see the junk. But we always look inward because that's where our answer is. Always. Always. It's in you. For you know God. The Bible says a stranger's voice you don't know. But you know his voice because you're his child. And so early, early on, just being younger, <laughs> when I say I'm older now, or I see these older women like, yeah, right. <laughs> you don't know old yet. <laughs> but they're all young. <clears throat> but I would say, I know your voice. When I started going to uh, prayer school, when we were in Bible college, we'd go into prayer school, and uh, I would, they would be up in the front praying, <clears throat> like, wow, wow, you really know God. <laughs> you know, like, you sound like you know God. <laughs> and I would sit in the back a lot of times because I just like to listen. You can learn a lot just by listening to someone praying. But I would say to God, I know your voice. I know your voice, and I can pray like that. I know you, God. So I just, I just kept saying it. I know your voice. Stranger's voice, I don't know. But the Bible says, I know your voice. So when you talk to me, I know when you're talking to me because I hear you, and I'm listening. So I just begin to say stuff like that all the time. I know your voice. I just be in my car. God, I thank you that I know your voice. And I hear you loud and clear. I hear you all the time. You know what happens when you do that? You start hearing God more. You hear him. The devil will tell you, you don't know God. You don't know his voice. Just a confused little girl. Sit down. No. You can't hear God. And he'll, he'll, there's always doubt. You'll think you heard God. Well, I don't know. Was that God or was that not God? Well, I don't, was that God? No. You got to talk to those thoughts. I know God's voice. I know God's voice. I'm his child. I know his voice. When my children say mom or they're, you know, maybe they need help, instantly I know it's their voice that I hear. I don't even see their face. But if they're somewhere afar, one of them say something, I know who said it. I don't wonder whose voice was that. Unless it was farther away, maybe. <laughs> like, which one was that? <laughs> but in a crowd, 
you know your, your child's voice, don't you? <laughs> when they need help, you know it. Because it's your child. They came from you. You have relationship with them. God's the same way with us. We came from him. And if we have a relationship with him, we know his voice. And we commune with him, we talk with him, and he talks to us. Praise God. So we will stop there tonight. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Subscribe to this podcast and take a look at all of our social media sites, which can be found at our website, gvchurch.tv. We know that today's message has been a blessing to you. Thanks for listening. We are Genesee Valley Church, loving God, loving people, and loving life.